When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the show. If you are listening in real time, Happy New Year. It is 2022. Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. All right. So today we are talking about leadership presence, and specifically three leadership strengths that can undermine your leadership presence if you're not careful. Strengths that can be overused and ruin what's otherwise a positive leadership presence. So what are we talking about here? Well, you're working hard. You're setting a positive example for your team. You care about success. You want your people to succeed. You've clarified what matters most. You're committed to accountability. You're being intentional about your culture You're doing all those things, but maybe somehow your leadership presence isn't working. You don't have the connection or the influence that you hope for. If that has happened to you or is happening now, what's going on? It's possible for committed, caring, hardworking leaders to have one of three different problems that can interfere with their influence. So if any of these issues sound familiar, the good news is that you can readily overcome them with a few straightforward solutions. Let's talk about the first mistake, tunnel vision. So focus is a useful leadership skill, but too much of a good thing can become a liability. Leaders with tunnel vision can focus on a task and forget about what's happening to their people. Or they can obsess on one aspect of their culture, but lose awareness of other elements. So if you've built up trust and your people believe in your mission, some moments of tunnel vision can help your team to reach new heights and and accomplish more. And you've got to widen your view regularly or people will start to feel ignored or you'll miss some critical element of the work that you're doing. So what are some antidotes to tunnel vision? If you're a leader who gets super focused and tends to lose sight of your people or the big picture, here's some questions that you can ask. What are people feeling right now? Why are we doing this? What's the big picture here? What truly matters right now? What will matter most in five or 10 years? Or maybe some personal reflection. Where do I need to stretch and grow as a leader? Each of those questions can reconnect you to the bigger picture of your people, the work you're doing, and your own growth. So that's mistake number one, tunnel vision. The second mistake that can impact, negatively affect your leadership presence is emotional splash. What do we mean by emotional splash? This is the unproductive drama, negativity, frustration, and stress that you can unintentionally dump on other people. I call it splash because it's a little like when a dog comes up out of the water and it shakes back and forth to dry off and splashes all that water on whatever or whoever is nearby. For many leaders, that emotional splash comes from their intensity and drive. Those are useful attributes, again, but ones that need to be managed. An emotional splash can can take many forms. 
So I was in a retail store recently where there was a partial wall dividing the customer-facing counter from the back of the store. And I mean, it was bad. The staff in front cringed along with all of us customers as their manager berated an employee. The manager wasn't wrong about the employee's performance issues. There were some things that had happened and they definitely needed to address it. But he splashed his frustration all over the rest of the staff, the customers, not to mention the employee who needed the feedback, but not humiliation. Emotional splash can also be the worked up manager who storms into a meeting, cuts people off, snaps at her team, not because they've done anything wrong, but because her boss treated her poorly. Or the leader who feels stressed and overwhelmed and so spins up a cyclone of drama to make sure their team feels the same way. All of that emotional splash sucks the energy out of people. It limits productivity and it'll undermine your credibility. So what are some antidotes to emotional splash? Emotional splash can be difficult to overcome because you're not always aware of it. So if you suspect you're prone to it, or you're just not sure, a do-it-yourself 360 listening tour can be very helpful here. If you're sure to listen, and just say thank you as people answer your questions. So if you've not done one of these before, it's where you you identify the subject that you want to work on. So, hey, I'm working on how I'm coming across as a leader, my emotional intensity, and what's working, what's helpful, and what isn't so helpful. If I could do one thing differently, what would you recommend? Get a variety of people, people that report to you, people who are colleagues, peer level, your own boss, and ask five, six, seven, eight people those same set of questions and see what patterns emerge. From there, get help. You don't need to bottle up all your stress. It's still going to come out somewhere. Process it with a friend, a professional in the gym, on the trail, wherever you can, but work through that stuff. Plan your performance conversations. Try not to have performance conversations out of the blue when you're being impulsive, but sit down, work through the INSPIRE method. What is it that really needs to be conveyed? What do you truly want to notice, the impact? What are the questions you're going to ask to draw them into the conversation and make sure that you're focused on results and relationships in those moments? And then, of course, hold those performance conversations privately so you don't inadvertently splash on other people. And from a self-reflection perspective, to ask yourself, am I being the leader I'd want my boss to be? You know, we sign off with that so often here on Leadership Without Losing Your Soul. Be the leader you'd want your boss to be. That is a huge reflection question to help you look in the mirror and see if you're coming across, if you're showing up the way that you hope to. If you're, if a leader you respect were acting the way you are now, would they still have your respect? And if not, there's a good chance you can make a different choice to better serve your team and the results that you want to achieve. All right, so leadership mistake number one, tunnel vision. Number two, emotional splash. The final leadership mistake we want to talk about here, number three, is toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is that relentless optimism that ignores or negates other emotions. So again, optimism can be healthy and powerful. I mean, at the core of leadership is the belief that together we can have a better tomorrow. It's optimism is at the heart of leadership. But if you insist on positivity to the exclusion of other emotions like grief, frustration, or what Adam Grant has recently popularized as languishing, 
which so many of us have experienced in this pandemic, you'll probably alienate most of your team. Those non-positive emotions are there for a reason. They have a job to do. Ignoring them or wishing them away won't help your team be more productive. And over time, the more toxic positivity that you have, the less trustworthy you become. So what are some antidotes to toxic positivity? How can you help overcome this? Well, first, practice reflect to connect. If toxic positivity ignores all but the positive emotions, healthy positivity does the opposite. Reflecting to connect is acknowledging other people's emotions. For example, you'd say something like, hey, it sounds like you're pretty discouraged by the results of the... Or you can reflect a positive emotion. Wow, sounds like you're super excited by the opportunity to... When you reflect to connect like that, you acknowledge the person's emotional reality. Your connection creates a common starting point of how the other person or the team feels, and then you can go from there. The next way to overcome toxic positivity is to communicate confidence. Healthy positivity starts with acknowledging genuine emotion, then builds on it with confidence. This may be your belief in your team. It can be the way you're addressing a situation. Maybe you don't have the answer yet, but you believe the team can find one. This isn't blind hope. What's the basis for your confidence? For example, you could say something like, hey, I believe in us, because when we solved that last challenge, we proved we can handle this one. And finally, to overcome toxic positivity, engage to empower. One of the reasons toxic positivity is toxic is because it robs people of power by negating their feelings. A healthier approach to positivity returns power to people. You can do this by asking your team for their input, for example. So you might say, how can we do this in a way we'll be proud of? How might we help our colleagues to solve that problem? What are your thoughts about how to, as you start engaging your team and asking their perspective, you're returning power to them in the middle of whatever they might be feeling Asking those questions from a sincere place of curiosity engages and re-empowers your team. So wherever this episode finds you, whether it's at the beginning of the year or whenever you happen to be listening, I want to invite you to pay attention, to reflect, ask yourself those questions, and ensure that tunnel vision, emotional splash, or toxic positivity aren't limiting your leadership. And that those otherwise really positive attributes and strengths that you bring to your team every day don't get overused in a way that limits your credibility. A powerful leadership presence will give your people confidence in themselves and their collective future. That confidence starts by managing yourself and ensuring your healthy focus, drive, and optimism don't become liabilities. And before I sign off today, just want to invite you uh, to do a couple things. One is... Share this podcast with leaders or managers in your life who need practical leadership tools to help them be a human-centered leader, achieve results without losing their soul or mind in the process. Two is if you'd be willing to, love to get a review or a rating on your favorite podcast host. You can go to, of course, uh, Apple Podcasts is a great place to do that, but anywhere you want to would be helpful. And finally, if you have a leadership or management question I would love to answer that question for you. You can do that in a couple of ways. You can go to leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com. There's a big orange button. You can click that and record your question. Or you can email it to me, david.die, D-Y-E, at letsgrowleaders.com.
com. And I would love to answer one of your questions in a future episode. And I said finally, but there's one other thing I want to ask you to do, and that is to nominate a leader or manager. Love to feature some more leaders or managers this year who are doing a fantastic job, who are leading well in some aspect, who have been inspiring or encouraging for you in your career. Maybe they're a peer. Maybe they've been a a leader or manager for you in the past. Whoever they might be, if they've got a focus on human-centered leadership, I'd love to talk to them. So let me know. Same contact information, leadership without losing your soul, or the email address david.die at letsgrowleaders.com. And let's feature some more leaders who are being the boss you'd want your boss to be. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.